Hey y'all, it's Dr. MC and I wanted to come on into a bonus episode. Um, so God laid on my heart, uh, I feel like it was a couple of weeks ago, um, but solidified it really this past week that there was a topic that isn't really discussed a whole lot, but I, that he wanted me to share, right? So um, I'm going to open this up in prayer and then I'm just going to get straight to it. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to become be- to come before you, excuse me, Lord, and uh, just learn more about you. Uh, we thank you for this space um, where we can hear from above and we can uh, examine the dysfunction in culture and learn how to live well with Jesus. Um, we thank you for giving us an opportunity to breathe and to live for you. Um, We ask that if there are things that are concerning, um, that you resolve them um, and that you let us know that you're there for us. Um, We ask that if anyone listening is, um, doesn't know you, um, is not um, someone who's been saved, that you move on their hearts, um, that you let them know, you reveal yourself to them so that they might take the steps to gain salvation um, and to become a part of your family um, and gain eternal life through your son, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We love you. And we just ask that you bless our day uh, and bless our time together. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So today for the bonus episode, I am going to talk about the prodigal son's brother. Um, So I'm going to be speaking a bit from the perspective of a woman. So I will uh, reframe the story to be the prodigal son's um, older daughter. (laughs) Um, Because I'm I'm talking about, you know, my own uh, perspective on this from my own life. And, you know, for those of you who have been listening, you know that Um, This is a transparent space. Um, I am transparent and talk about things that I'm going through all the time. So this is no different. But this particular subject is one where I have really been challenged over the years um, at different stages. But God has really pressed on me to um, talk to him and be honest with him about this subject. So... Uh, to give a synopsis of the prodigal son. Um, And I'm not going to act like I know exactly where it is in scripture. Um, So (laughs) for those of you that are Bible scholars, you can uh, share that in the comments if you would like. But um, the prodigal son is a story about um, a young man who went to his father and asked for his inheritance early. Um, There's a natural order at this day and time where the oldest gets the inheritance and then at a certain age, the youngest will get their inheritance. Um, And so the youngest son took it upon himself to say, I want my inheritance now because I'm ready to leave the, you know, family home and do what I want. And the prodigal son goes off and he squanders his money on partying, women, like you name it, right? Um, It ends up. Um, being broke and destitute and is 
trying to find uh, food because he's like starving um, and is in a pig's pen and, and thinks to himself being in this pig's pen like why am I in this pen with these pigs when you know my father has you know all this um, wealth and a home for me like what am I doing so he gets himself out of this pen and he goes back to um, and I'm summarizing again the story uh, goes back to his father and um, when his father sees him coming he runs and tells you know everyone working for him his servants he's like go set up a table um, prepare a feast um, and get like the biggest I think it was a calf get the biggest animals that you can um, and the finest ones because we're going to have a, a you know really huge grand meal and celebration because my son has returned home and um it's described as if it's described in a way excuse me that um the son is like and the father is they're running to greet each other um and also in a way that's that um you you believe that the father has anticipated the return of this prodigal son and so um or you learn i shouldn't say you believe you learn that the you know the father has been anticipating this moment right so there's an older brother that's been like at the house working you know waiting for the appropriate time to get his inheritance and to go off on his own and so this whole time, this older brother has been, um, you know, I imagine hearing about what his younger sibling has been doing and how that younger sibling has been acting out. Right. And is bothered by it. And so the older brother goes to the father and says, like, hey, again, I'm summarizing. I've been here all these years working for you, doing, you know, everything that I should do and you've never done this for me. Like you've never um, had a big celebration for me. Like what's that about? Um, and again, I'm summarizing. The father um, basically says, well, you know, um, we want to rejoice for your younger brother because he was lost and he came back home. Uh, you were never lost. You, you, you know, have always stayed in your rightful place. So we're celebrating the return of our beloved family member um and then it kind of just you know goes on right you don't really get a whole lot more perspective about this older brother um or anything else and so again i'm speaking from the position of uh the prodigal son's uh older sibling older sister right and um in thinking about that in my life for a long time, I came from this position of, well, God, like, if I'm good, then you'll bless me. If I, you know, to take it back to childhood, if I get good grades, if I listen to my parents, um, if I do all the things that I'm supposed to do, you're going to bless me with the things that I want, right? Um, and then as I matured, it was, you know, yeah, I still want the things that I want, but are you also going to bless me with the things I need? And so it's 
this relationship that you have with God when you have that position is one of performance. Like, I have to perform for you, God. I have to prove to you that I'm worthy of all the love, all the blessings, all the care, all the provision that um, you're giving me. Like, I have to show that I'm, uh, you know, again, worthy of this. And what God has been revealing to me is that that's not how he works. Uh, that's not how his kingdom works. Um, and that, that looking at things from that position, because what also it has me had me and has me doing when I fall back into that pattern is looking at people who are prodigals and going uh, or in a pro state, uh, you know, a prodigal state, I should say. Um, I'm looking at them and I'm looking down at them like, wait, they're over here acting up. They're over here doing this, God, and doing that. They're not honoring you with their lives. And, you know, they are, are cool. You know, they're living it up. And I'm over here honoring you with my life. I'm working hard to be obedient. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I don't have the things that I need, God. What, like, what's up with that? Um, that's self-righteous judgment. That ain't godly. Like, God is not cool with that. Um, and again, what God has been revealing to me is that it's time for us older siblings <laughs> to step back and step away from that position of judgment of, um, uh, more importantly than that, even to step away from that, that mindset that we have to strive, we have to perform for God in order to get the things that we want and that we need. Um, God doesn't operate from that position. God is not like us in that sense. And so um, what I'm learning actively is that God loves me and blesses me and gives me grace and mercy first and foremost because he sent his son Jesus to take on all the sacrifices, all the sin, <laughs> So that I wouldn't have to do it. Um, so that if I have faith in him, that I would be able to inherit the kingdom of God. That I would be able to uh, live eternally and have salvation. Um, and so because of that, there's nothing that I can do or say or think that is going to prove to God that I'm worthy of, again, inheriting the kingdom of God, of um, salvation. Jesus did that. Um, the other thing that God is revealing to me is that putting myself in a position where I am trying to perform is me relying on my own intelligence, my own strength and my own wisdom. Um, and that is going to wear me down. Every time I am in this state, I'm worn down. I get depressed. I feel hopeless. I'm just pulled so far away from the fruit of the spirit that um I just get bogged down and lost um and if I stay there too long it's hard to come out of it so again God is reminding me that you know that's not the state of being that he wants me to be in he doesn't want me relying on my own strength and my own wisdom uh he wants me to lean not to my own understanding uh, he wants me to um, be transformed by the renewing of my mind and transformed by, through Christ Jesus, 
not through my own strength, my own knowledge and intelligence. He wants me to submit and surrender to the Holy Spirit so that I can be transformed and I can partner with him in life. Um, and that just puts you in a position where, you know, I, I'll speak for myself. It puts me in a position where I feel so much ease. Um, the scripture that says his burden is easy. His yoke is easy. Excuse me. His burden is light. That's a real thing. Um, uh, a yoke is something that goes around the neck of an animal that's carrying a load. And so it's like a... Um, it's like a piece of wood that sits on the neck uh, of an animal, again, that's carrying some type of load behind it. And when you see that image and you think about that um, and you think about putting the wrong kind of yoke on you, it's crippling. It's, it's debilitating to your progress and to your forward momentum. And so you don't want to take on unnecessary yokes and unnecessary burdens you want to take on the yoke of Christ and the burden of Christ because it's easy and it's light. Um, so again, you know, I wanted to come and talk to y'all about that particular uh, subject. <laughs> and like I said, it's not something that I've heard, you know, taught, preached or anything uh, very often, but it's something that God has been ministering to me about you know over the years and has let me know that it's important for me again to lean on Christ to lean on the Holy Spirit when I feel like there's some kind of unfair advantage when I feel like somebody else's blessings um, are coming easier or um, that they're unwarranted because of their behavior um, that that's not my space to be in, that I need to stay in my own lane uh, with Christ and that I need to humble myself um, because there's no way that I can measure my own righteousness, that it's just not possible. And it's okay because, again, Jesus came to do all of that, right? So um, just a quick little tidbit for this bonus episode. I hope that you all enjoy. Um, comment, share. Uh, let me know, you know, if you've experienced this, uh, your thoughts around it, and I will check in with you guys a little bit later. All right. Take care.